the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Headphones, headphones. One, two, three. Okay, that's done. And uh, ready to roll. Here we I go. Am. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself. Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite, representing the exact opposite. We have my lovely co-host, Ramon B. Smile when you say that. I did. You do. Now, that's the side resting bitch face. That's my smile. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, now, we always start with what I like to call the headlines of the day. They're right here. I like to call them the highlight of Printed my day. Printed on actual paper. Actually, this isn't really a, This is a personal issue. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, now, do you go to a barber shop to get your hair cut? Yes, I do. Now, I, I do this myself. Really? Here's why. I went to my hairstylist, I like to call her. Stylist. And I said, uh, can you make me look sexy? And she pulled out a bottle of vodka and started chugging it. <laughs> but she said it worked. <laughs> so I do my own hair now. You well, it looks fantastic. Well, thank you. You look, you don't look a day over seventy. Now, by the way, there, since I was here last, which was quite a while ago. Oh, it was a yeah, a couple. Was it two months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two since months. Since I was here last, you've mm-hmm. installed a bunch of equipment in yep. the radio uh, empire. Several, I'm sure, thousands upon thousands. As of I dollars. walk down the hall, there's this big stack of blinking lights mm-hmm. and all kinds of fancy stuff. And she said that's where that got installed. Is that that's correct? That's correct. Did anything happen in your area? Um, there's a bigger screen here now to the okay. side. Okay. In Other- my area, nothing happened. Nothing except the magic that you produce. I'm the last guy to get any new stuff. It yes. Ne- it never trickles all the way down. Nope. Though. Okay. Nope. Well, maybe the seat might be a little – well, no. It's not no. that new. No. no. Uh-uh. I got nothing. Uh, but for the several thousands of dollars that they spent, it seems to be exactly thousands of dollars. Exactly the same. Yeah. But only better. But if anything goes wrong, we're going to blame it on that. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Assign blame. Before rectifying any problem, always assign blame. That's the key to any good day. That, that is works correct. that way in real estate. Speaking of blame in real estate, I got a call today from one of my coaching students. He's been on the show, this guy. Very popular guy. Uh, and he was telling me that he had a seller and the seller sold his house and the buyer had a home inspection. Uh, I'm going to give you the history of home inspections. Would you like to hear the very boring history of home inspections? Oh, absolutely. Let me grab some popcorn real quick. Yeah, and get some popcorn. Up. Get comfortable. Ooh. So I, back in, the, in 1984 when I was a real estate agent, brand new, there were no home inspections. And 
uh, every buyer uh, bought the house as is, too bad, so sad. If there was a problem, that's just the way it was uh, and there was nothing you could do about it. So it was felt that that wasn't fair. So then they uh, would have home inspections would happen and then they had a home inspection period happen where people could back out if they didn't like the way the home inspection turned out. And then it turned into we're going to ask the seller to do repairs and now it's a complete nightmare. So if you – whenever you have problems in a real estate transactions, it's always about the home inspection typically. So um, we at Fearless Agent, we have a fix for that. So we uh, go a little bit back to the old days and say that the – write this down, folks, for those of you scoring at home. The, that no seller is ever allowed to make a repair of any kind, no matter how tiny. Uh, and the reason for that – now, let's say the buyer found something out that was wrong with the house that uh, they didn't know about when they walked into the house. You know, the, Maybe the seller didn't know about it. And then it's going to cost real money to fix it. Then the seller would not make the repair the buyer would choose their own repair person. They would have it repaired their way after closing. And if the seller was asked to pitch in some money on that, I wouldn't be offended if that happened. But under no circumstance would a seller of mine ever be allowed to make a repair. And if I rented, if I represented you as the buyer, uh, the listing agent seller would not be allowed to make a repair. So um, my coaching student, he was he was telling me that they bought a newer house. It was built in 2021 and the inspector goes up in the attic and sees that the roof trusses are cracked or something like that. Now, if he had not noticed that, the buyer would have bought the house, lived a happy life, the house is not going to fall down probably. Um, are, are your roof trusses cracked? You know, the last time I checked, which was uh, never. never, right? I'm sure they're fine. The roof is still I'm warm. sure they're cracked and you don't know and you're living a happy life. The less we know, the better. There are things on me that are cracked. We don't want to know. That's why we don't have I'm inspections. We don't go to the doctor because they might tell us there's something wrong Correct. and then we'd have to worry about it and who needs that, right? So. Uh, but that's that's kind of the way it works in in real estate. So the uh, the buyer is uh, now in this case the builder may have a warranty that covers the buyer because they have like a five year warranty sometimes on some things. So so why do we not want the seller fixing stuff? So when the seller says, "Oh, I'll, I'll get my guy to fix that," and then that guy fixes it in a slipshod fashion, which is how I would do it. Little slipshod's always good, right? Little chicken wire, duct tape, we're good to go. Right. So we get it fixed with chicken wire and duct tape and then for whatever reason after closing the buyer is not happy with the way it was fixed. Now, who are they going to call? Are they going to call the listing agent? <laughs> no. They're going to call their buyer agent. So you're protecting the buyer from that kind of problem uh, when you do that. So never allow the seller to participate in a repair 
of any kind, no matter how small, unless it's financially. If they want to chip in money, I'm not opposed to that. So uh, now when the uh, – so our coaching student, he represented the seller. The seller had an issue with the uh, home inspection. The buyer, the buyer asked the seller to repair something. The seller said no. Um, or the agent or that we coach said no, and the buyer bought the house anyway. Now that seller is the buyer on this new home with the cracked trusses, and the correct answer would be – now, of course, the seller says, oh, that's okay, no problem, the, the builder is going to cover that. Well, again, you can't say that as the agent because you can't write checks that you can't cash. So uh, a lot of lessons to learn there. So rule number one, buyer – buys house as is. When the seller walks away from the property and there's a bunch of trash left behind, you make sure that the buyer understands it's their responsibility to haul out anything that's left over. Uh, Houses these days, now when I was a kid, I grew up in a house that was built in 1958 uh, or 65 or 53 and then 65. This is a million years ago, right? How many years? The ago people was this? who built the houses spoke English. Oh, gee. Okay. Today, all houses are built by drunk illegal aliens. Okay, so the quality of the construction is not what it used to be. You go to their countries where they came from, and you go, "Oh, these houses don't look very good. Oh, let's bring them over to build the houses here." Of course, but that's the reality. So the houses are not built uh, like they used to be. Uh, and then uh, we wonder why there's problems. So if there are the pro- if there's a problem with the house, it's going to be the buyer's problem, which is fine as long as the buyer understands that. Just like if I buy a new a used car, remember that that as is sticker they have on used cars. Mm-hmm. It, it, whatever when you drive off this lot, there's no warranty. It's how is where is as is. Well, that's how it should be in real estate. So that way the these. The agent, the buyer agent is not going to get the call. The seller agent's not going to get the call. The seller's not going to get the call. You say to the buyer, you get it fixed your way by your guy. And if there's a problem with it, it'll be your problem. And uh, w- w- the rest of us are not going to be involved in that. And if you don't like that, then you would go buy a different house, which, of course, it'll have problems too. They all do. So uh, key key thing in uh, – in fearless agent is always have the buyer do their own repairs after closing, pick their own repair person, and then you'll uh, keep yourself out of having problems. Don't don't write checks you cannot cash. Don't say I'm sure it'll be fine. Don't don't say to the buyer, oh you don't need to worry about that. That's never a big deal. Oh the builder will take care of that. It's still under warranty. You don't know. You act like you don't know any of that. You can find out, give the documentation that the build, what the builder says they will do to the, to the buyer, but then have them sign something that says, if this is not true, they have no recourse against the seller, the agents, the builder, anybody they're buying it as is. And then you'll live a happier life. So uh, just wanted to get that in there. Uh, now, we were talking about some principles of pricing. It was only a week ago we were together, right? Uh, let's say yes. Seems like four or five. <laughs> four or five. <laughs> we did take some time off for those key repairs. They're all done and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. So far. Yep. No cracked trusses in the uh, 
I'm sure. There I'm are sure some. there are. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we have some. So uh, uh, one of the one of the one of the key things about pricing is let's figure out what your average sales price is in your market. Oh, I'm going to slide over here. Watch this. You're going to have to talk while I go over there and get something. Go ahead, talk. Well, fantastic, Mike. Can see. Oh, he's uh, gently sliding over, grabbing his bag. And, boy, that was quick. I didn't even have a chance to. And get we're into. back. Man, okay. you are good. I I left my little uh, kit over there. I was going to take some notes. Shaving kit? No, no, not the shaving kit. Shoe shine kit? No, not the shoe shine kit. Oh, here it is, right here. That's a notepad. Yeah, that's a notepad. That's what I meant. That's it's in my. It's I bring in, this little zipper bag. Your bug out kit. The bug out kit, exactly. I might have to bug out. All right. Are we going to do my math? My eyes are bugging out. Are we going to do math? Uh, well, not really. Okay. No, not yeah. yet. So draw a horizontal line left to right and then put a little hash mark vertical in the middle and then to the right of that, to the right of that, to the right of that. So it looks like railroad tracks with one tie in the middle. And let's say your uh, – let's say your middle – the middle one represents fair market value. So put FMV, your guess at fair market value. So this is a principle of pricing. So let's say your guess at fair market value was three fifty ish. So put that in the middle, and below that write uh, one point three, as in millions, and below that write one hundred and twenty, as in one hundred and twenty thousand. Uh, above that write six hundred and uh, six fifty. So that's those are some possible fair market values. So if 350 was fair market value, you think of the way people search the MLS in that price range. No one ever searches 355 and below. Nobody ever searches 431 and below. Okay? So when you're when you get your buyer pre-approved for a monthly payment, you take out your fancy, fancy HP-12C. And if I was taking that out, we would do the math song. But I'm not. Okay. All right. So we take out the – okay, just do the math song. Let's you want me to? Watch this. I mean, watch really, this. Have to. Oh, wait. The math song has gone. Oh, uh, is that what happens? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my heck. Is this the crap wow. we got to put up with? Look at that. It didn't really? Get, it did not get converted Can over. Can you believe that? Are you going to be able to get that back? I will get it back. Oh, Don't you we, worry. We, uh, I could I – could, uh, Thank goodness uh, we found it out when we didn't even need it. I could play this. I could play this. Maybe I can't play no, that. No, he can't play it. We have yeah. no sound effects. Well, how about uh, this one? Time. There we go. Bob that one works. Lepplers. We won't All do right, it. sign up for coaching right away at fearlessagent.com. Let's okay, just say it. we're working out the bugs. We're working the bugs. We'll put it, we'll oh put it to that. God. We're working out the bugs. With a can of rain. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 350 we have ascertained ish is fair market value. So the way people search in the MLS in that price range is by $25,000. So they're, they're going to search 375 and below or 350 and below or 325 and below. They're not searching 320 and below. They're not searching 380 and below. P- 
people think in round numbers. So just keep that in mind. So to the left of the 350 at the next hash market would be 325. Below that is 300. And above it would be 375. And above that would be 400. And above that would be 425. Now, when we get to 1.3, there is no numbers. In, people don't search in between the even 100,000. So 1.2 to the left, 1.1 to the left of that. Above 1.3 would be 1.4, 1.5, 1 1.6, and so on. If you're in the $120,000 price range because you're in a mobile home park in Oklahoma City or something, then people search on the fives. It would be 115, 110, and then above it, 125, above it, 130, 135. If you're at 650, people don't search. When you get above 500, people don't search on the 25s or the 75s. They search on the 50s. So above it was 700, above that 750, above that 800. Below that 650 would be 600 and below that would be 550. So knowing how people search in your price range is the key to not being invisible. So keep this in mind. If you're, if you're priced at, let's say, 355, you're invisible to all the buyers who said to their buyer agent, well, let's see what we can find under 350 because no one ever says, see what we can find under 355. So being priced at 355 is the same in invisibility versus visibility as being priced at 375. This is a concept that is so simple that escapes most real estate agents because I see listings in the MLS in towns all over America priced at 355, 380. 410. I mean, goodness gracious. Think. Think it through, okay? When you're priced at, at 410, you're invisible, possibly, to the one buyer on planet Earth willing to pay the most for your house. And, and it wouldn't cost you anything to be priced at 399 instead of 410, okay? So, 1.3, same thing. Then the next step, if you're if you're if you're priced at one point three, and let's say you're only getting three showings a week, we don't have to lie awake nights wondering if we're overpriced. We're overpriced. If you're only getting three showings a week, you're not underpriced. You're a little overpriced, aren't you? Yeah. So one showing a day at the end of the second week of being on the market is the definition of fair market value. Don't tell me about comps and how the comps show this and the comps show that. There's the comps is a snapshot of the past and what was on the market competing with it back then. Today, you're on the market. If you're getting a showing a day, seven showings in a week, in the, in the third week of your listing being active in the MLS, you don't have to wonder if you're priced at fair market value. You are. If you you will wait no more than thirty days and it will sell at that price, okay, or thereabouts. 
So that's the definition of fair market value. So if you're priced at at three forty nine nine, let's say, and you're getting only three showings a week, if you're priced at one point three million and you're getting only three showings a week, if you're priced at one hundred nineteen nine and you're only getting three showings a week, if you're priced at six forty nine nine and you're only getting three showings a week at the end of the second week, you don't have to wonder if you're overpriced. You're overpriced. You're priced above fair market value. And when you say, well, I got offers, that doesn't matter. The offers don't tell you. The showing number of showings uh, tell you everything you need to know. Now, if you're only getting three showings a week and you lower the asking price – change the asking price to, from 350 to 325 or you change it from 1.3 to 1.2 or you change it from 120 to 115 or 650 to 600 magically sometimes all of a sudden you're getting three showings a day which means you're slightly underpriced which is not the uh, problem that's the solution okay so In any one of those little brackets, there are a number of buyers swimming around that are willing to, uh, you know, buy a house like yours. And let's say that between 350 and 375, there's zero. And below that, there's five in that next group. And below that, there's 35. Below that, there's 135. And you get down to $1 and every single buyer is willing to pay $1 for your house. So, so the moral of that story is this. When you, when you change to that next bracket lower, you don't get twice as many buyers. You get like eight times as many buyers. It's, it's unbelievable how that increases the number because there's more poor people than rich people in America. So that is one key concept that every fearless agent understands. And you have to be able to explain that to your sellers. So in any price range, if the seller wants you to price it at six seventy, uh, you say no, because then you're priced at 700 You can be priced at 700 That's fine. Or you can be priced at 650 and by 700 of course I mean 699.9 and by 650 I mean 649.9 but you're either going to be priced at 700 either on purpose or accidentally if you're priced at 651 you're actually priced at 700 and you don't know it you're not getting any new buyers by being at 651 than being at 700 and you're giving away $50,000-ish of your seller's money and not getting any new buyers for it. So strategically, you always want to be priced just under one of those five or $10,000 price breaks or those twenty-five or $50,000 price breaks or those $100,000 price breaks or the, you know that's that's the way you want to do that. Now, the other thing is that some of those price breaks are more important than others. If I was uh, selling a house that is, I think fair market value is 110,000. Okay, I'm working the hood. If I think the fair market value is 110, I'm gonna move heaven and earth to get it priced at 99.9. The difference in the number of people 
that would say to their buyer agent, uh, let's look below 100. Let's look up to 100 or they, they always say, let's, let's keep it below 100 versus 105. It would be night and day. Okay, same in any price range at three fifty. I don't. I don't. If I'm if I'm going to be priced at three twenty five, if I think fair market value is three twenty five, I'm going to move heaven and earth to get it priced at two ninety nine, because it's like night and day the number of buyers that are going to hear about it. I can always, when I get multiple offers, bid them back up. Uh, if I'm if I'm at six. 25. I want to be I want to be at 599. I don't ever want to be just on the high side of 100. And in a lower price range like below 500, I don't want to be on the high side of a of a 25, a 75, a 50 or a 100. So the the big ones are the 50s, the the big ones are the 100s or at a million. At 1.1 million. I want to be at 999. If I think fair market value is 1.1 million, think of the number of people who's who are going to say, "Well, I could pay I get afford 1.3, but I don't want to spend that much. Let's keep it under a million." So they search under a million. It's just a big mental barrier. You always want to be below the big mental barriers. Um and for Ramon and I, big mental barriers are drinking, Crayons, Drugs, crack. No, that's right. Crayons. Yeah, that's that's. I can't grasp. You're that. the guy with the Hot Wheels collection. This is true. <laughs> now, getting them out of the package—that's a little mentally. Are they all? Are they all in their original packaging? Some of them. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I don't have any collections. You don't. Um, I have a Barry Goldwater bobblehead campaign doll from 1964. That's got to be worth like four dollars, yeah, at the most. I think that's probably ten dollars. <laughs> I don't have. I'm not a collector. Only of stories, stupid jokes. Yes, yeah. That's about it. So I think. By the way, we're going to do a shameless plug. Now we don't have a shameless. Oh no, we no, did that, the that's plug. the one that works. That's, that's the only. Thank God, that's the one that works. Shameless plug. Now, by the way, if any of the stuff we talked about today on the show. Uh, makes any sense whatsoever to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, please go to fearlessagent.com and the banner at the top, go to the right, there's a free webinar there. Click on that, watch that, take notes. You can call me anytime at my cell phone number, 480-385-8810. If you don't think our coaching would be a good fit for you, you can still call me anytime with a question. Uh, and But let's just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you'll get rich. If it's not, we'll admit that. And uh, there's still many other ways I can help you. But um, And by the way, if you're an owner of a real estate company, I think I may talk about that on the next show. But if you're an owner of a real estate company and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Watch our video there. Then give me a call. I'll do a complimentary coaching call for you on recruiting. But any way we can ever help you, we'd love to. Please give us a five-star review of this podcast. 
And on whatever platform you're on, uh, go subscribe to fearlessagent.tv. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, please do so. And until next week, do what we always do. Always have fun. Always be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, Gary. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.